Hey, Marvina, how are you? Good. Hello, Renee. I am doing well. How are you doing this morning? You know, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I, I uh, just hit the big six six. So uh, I was Congratulations, like, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if I, you know, if you see my head uh, going toward the monitor and I <laughs> seem to be falling asleep, it's. <laughs> oh, gosh. What a blessing, 66. Yeah. You know, um, as we get older, you know, it, it's funny because, you know, in previous previous years, I've always thought, you know. I'm just going to accept aging gracefully. And I don't see why people trip. You know, however long I get, not that it's hard, but it's selfish. 55, 66, whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. But it really is, it's such a blessing because there's so many that, um, that didn't make it to the yeah. age that we are. And so, you know, uh, happy birthday. May God continue to bless you and may you have Many more to come. Many. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we were, uh, there's a gentleman at work. His birthday is in in July as well. Okay. And so, uh, he had come to my desk on Thursday and we were talking and it was like, oh my goodness, you know, you, you, you start getting to that age and I'm 12 up here. So I still think, you know, that I can do a lot of things. And, and so, uh, uh, but I told him, I said, it's not fair. I mean, you roll out of bed and you're making sounds you've never made before. And he's, and I said, and it's not fair. It seems like women, you know, I, I look and I go, I think I've got a mustache here, you know. And uh, he goes, well, you know, men don't have it good either. He says, I got hair growing out of my ears, you know, and my <laughs> eyebrows had just kind of exploded. So, uh, but you're right. Yeah, at least we're, at least we're here. And uh, yeah. like I said, yeah. like I, I still am 12 up here. So that I, you know, my pastor used to always say, you know, in the in your mind, you could still, you know, dribble the basketball and jump as high as you can, run as fast as you can. But the body is like, uh, excuse me, <laughs> you know, like. But isn't that isn't that funny how that happens? Because in your mind, you're still the same age. You know, you just see yourself as, like you said, that twelve year old or that you know yeah. twenty year old. Yep, everybody else sees something different though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know I had to, my niece, my great niece, uh, she's four. She, I was over playing with her the other day and run at Renee. And it was like, I knew I was like in slow motion. Right. I was running as fast as I could, but I knew it, what it looked like. So it was, and oh, you can't man. stop it, right? You yeah. know it as you're going through, but you can't stop it. We were going through family pictures this weekend and my nephew, my little nephew was over and, you know, he sees some pictures of him. She was like, you were young. I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah but yes happy birthday happy birthday thank you thank you very special much plans you have any special plans well uh yeah we're gonna just do we we've done a dinner and we'll probably okay. do a little something else with family coming up so yeah okay. yeah okay so, nice. well yeah. enjoy <laughs> yeah, thank you thank you so uh yeah so today our topic is going to be open heart surgery and it seems like kind of an odd topic, probably, but, uh, you know, we have, we live in, you know, a society where probably somebody, you know, has had to have heart surgery, you know, it's, it's a, a physical condition. And a lot of people 
have problems. And so we've been acquainted with people, I'm sure that have had open heart surgery before heart surgery. Um, mm-hmm. But I want to approach this more from a spiritual standpoint. And it's interesting because it's the, the aspects of the process are very similar to what you would see in the physical. Okay. Okay. So we know that all of humanity is in need of heart surgery because of our fallen nature. Uh, uh, our hearts have been diseased and we have to uh, make sure that we closely assess and address issues that affect our spiritual hearts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, and and we know that God, only God can heal and repair and strengthen a heart that he's created. Right. Both physically and spiritually. So um, there are a lot of times that we need uh, open heart surgery. And what I mean by that is we have to open our heart Mm. to God for him to do his work. Right. And so if you, how do we know that we need surgery? And one of the first things I I thought of is that we have to have awareness. We have to understand that we're sick and in need of healing. And it's like, okay, if you were to, if you were to uh, think about that, what is that awareness? Mm -hmm. Well, you might have chest pain mm-hmm. in the physical, in the spiritual. I think that chest pain is you're tormented with the brokenness that you might feel in your spirit. Right. Right. And, and, and you understand your separation from God. There's a, there's a heaviness that weighs on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you're separated. Mm-hmm. Um, another is you're tired, mm-hmm. right? In the physical, you're tired. In the spiritual, you're just sometimes, in, and I don't think people want to admit this, but you're tired of living this way. Right. You're tired of being in a life that seems like you're just going through the motions. Right. I often say to my niece who struggles, uh, it's like you're living on a treadmill. Yes. Yes. You know, it's yes. you're tired all the time, but you're getting nowhere. There's there's no um, benefit you know, it doesn't seem to what you're doing. So you're, you're life tired. Yes. Yes. And and then the third thing I thought of is that you're weak when you're physically, you're weak when you're experiencing heart problems. And the same is true for us. We have that weight of choices and the weight of consequences. So it makes us weak in our spirits. So that was my first thing is just, we have to have that awareness that we are sick and tired mm-hmm. right yes and I think <clears throat> I like the analogy because I think that sometimes we get so used to just moving through life mm-hmm. we are we're not aware right where we kind of ignore the symptoms just like you know you you said when we're having the physical problems with our heart right and you know Oh, you know, I have chest pain here and there and, and then it's not until kind of something happens, right. Mm-hmm. That right. you say, oh, that's what that was. Mm-hmm. But if we would stop sometimes, because I think it's a, it's a form of, I, I don't know if it's, I 
don't know what it is, but we don't deal with it, right? So we we kind mm-hmm. of put up this wall. We ignore the signs. We ignore the signs. We ignore the signs in our life and we blame it on everything else, right? Mm-hmm. Other people or, you know, I'm I the tiredness, right? The the tired tiredness of life, the cycle that you're going through. Right. A lot of times we'll we'll put that on other people or on other things or on, you know, and then kind of comparing that to the physical, the same thing when we're not in good health or, you know what I'm saying? Again, we're having the chest pains. Oh, is that something I ate? Uh, right. You know, right. where it, it's, but it's this chronic thing. You're, you're, you're experiencing it. It's not just a one-time thing, but, you know, because we don't want to do anything about it, sometimes we blame it on other things. Right. Right. Makes sense. Um, but yeah. spiritually, I think those are really good um, signs that mm-hmm. we have to pay attention to because it is it's our it's our spiritual body, our spirit saying, hey, we're like it's, a, it's something going on here, you know, right. and right. then and we look for all these other avenues to mm-hmm. try to cure or take care of what these symptoms are but it's uh it, it is it's because we're we've separated ourselves we've separated ourselves from God because God doesn't separate himself from us but right. that is I, I that's a great analogy um for symptoms in our life and right you know you you just you don't think about it right right and in you know and in a, in a uh, in either sense in the spiritual or the physical i think what there comes that denial or right. that arrogance mm-hmm. you know that that well i can handle it mm-hmm. you know my we lost my dad at 46 of a massive heart attack and he was having uh chest pains he'd be out mowing the yard and you'd see him stop and so he had that awareness, but his thing was, well, I'm a man and I can handle this, you know, or he was in, in denial. We don't know. You know, he might've just said, well, like you say, it was like, no, it was the banana cream pie last night. It's, you know, it's, you know, giving me heartburn. So there is something to be said for awareness. If in a physical sense, you're experiencing that, that certainly you should address it, but also in the spiritual sense and, and don't, I think sometimes we don't stop. Um, we're forced to in the physical, like you say, mm-hmm. you'll feel something and you know it. In the spiritual, we can kind of push it aside. Mm-hmm. You know, we know we're unhappy or we're struggling or we're we're tired or, or you know discouraged, defeated, but we can push it aside, like you say, either to say, well, if it wasn't for this, right, I would. Right. So, so it's important that we have that awareness. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. So the second point that I thought kind of similar, once you have that awareness and you're willing to respond to it, then you have Mm -hmm. to make an appointment, Mm -hmm. right? You'd have to make an appointment to go to a doctor. Same Mm -hmm. is true with, with spiritually. Um, Psalms 145, 18 says the Lord is close to all of them who call on him. Yes, to who to all who call on him in truth. That's why I always let you read the scripture because you don't stutter. <laughs> it's like the Lord is close to all who call on him. Yes, to all who call on him in truth. 
Right. So we're making an appointment. We're saying, God, I need to talk to you about something. Mm-hmm. I need to talk to you about the way life's going. It's just not, yeah. I'm not happy. I'm not yeah. fulfilled, you know? Yes. So I think and it's sometimes that's the hardest part, making the appointment. Right. 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 You know, yeah. kind of going back to the symptoms, we deal with the symptoms all the time. And I think, you know, and then I, I think, well, kind of like in the physical, you know, if you have to make the appointment, right? Because we already know kind of what's going on. Yeah. You already know what the doctor's going to say, right? Yeah. yeah. Then we have to be accountable, right? Right. And so right. I think that sometimes we make it more difficult than we have to. Yeah. Because I don't know, if, you know, because I we're not ready. Yeah. But if we don't do it, it's not going to get any better. Right. Um, but yeah, some that's the hardest part sometimes is making make that appointment. Yeah. And being and really coming up with every okay. reason why you could cancel it, you know. I should wash my windows today. Exactly. Maybe I should cancel that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But like in the physical, if we continue to ignore it. We don't make the appointment because if we make the appointment, we have an opportunity to change some things. Right. You know, we may, there may have been choices that we made that we have to deal with those consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to deal with the consequences of those choices, but we can prevent it from becoming worse a lot of times. Right. And so I think that I love this analogy today because it's so, we make it so difficult. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And I think a lot of times the what ifs keep us from making the appointment Yes, because, you know, physically, what if I, you know, I have to have surgery. Okay. Well, what if you do? Right. Same thing is true uh, from a, a spiritual standpoint. Well, what if I have right. to do these things? Yeah. Well, it's important to understand that if God says, this is something you need to give up, if you're in the appointment and he says, this is what you need to give up, it's only for your best. It's only so that your life will get better. Right. So I think we have to take the what ifs out of it. And like you say, just respond to the awareness of what's going on, make an appointment. And I, I like the scripture because you and I have both on many occasions said, all you have to do is talk to him. Mm-hmm. And I think people think that there's got to be this um, structure to it, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and, you know, kind of a special prayer or these and thous, and you have yes. to say it a certain way. And it's no, it says he's close to all who call on him. You can just say, Lord, I need to talk to you. Yes. It's simple as that, you it know, so that. making the appoint- appointment is, is very important to get started on the road to spiritual, spiritual wellness. Uh, and then once you're at the appointment, I think it's important. You have to speak honestly about your condition, about your pain, about your failures. And, and you know, the, the thing is, we're always afraid to say anything to God. Mm-hmm. Like he don't know what's already been going Bye. on. You know? <laughs> it's like, he's going, I've seen it all, yeah. you know? Yeah, uh, uh, you're no different than any other patient who has walked into my 
That's right. You know, you have the same uh, humanness Mm -hmm. and -hmm. brokenness and failures and whatever. It's not anything new to God. So I think sometimes we have to keep those secrets because we don't want him to find out or don't want him to know. And it's like, don't worry about it. That's right. (laughs) Or we're not, we are not ready to deal with it. Mm -hmm. But you're right. God knows. He already knows. And, you know, it's again, one of it's one of those things where if you don't deal with it, it's not going to get any better. It's Mm -hmm. only going to get worse. The condition is only going to worsen, you know. Right. And so um, we do have to. You have to be just tired of, again, dealing with the symptoms, you know. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm going to share because we're talking about age a little bit today. <laughs> um, I, you know, getting older, the body changes, hormones and all of that. And, you know, I made a doctor's appointment a few weeks ago, went to the doctor and, you know, we deal with hot flashes and all of that. And, um, it was getting to the point, like, I was like, okay, something has to be done here. Like, I can't take more, right? <laughs> um, and then, you know, just, but kind of fear mm-hmm. comes in, right? And kind of what we've talked about on other episodes, a lot of times fear will stop us from right. moving forward. And one of the things I was afraid of was, you know, hormone therapy, because you hear all these you know, horrible stories, or you've heard them in the past. And, but when I went to the doctor and actually spoke with the doctor and kind of researched it and, um, and, and, and got ex an expert opinion mm-hmm. on how this would help me. Right. Yeah. And then after I started, I was like, oh my gosh, like, why yeah. did I do this a long time ago? Yeah. Right. Because sometimes, again, we. We become the experts, we think, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah. and I get it, there's a lot of information out there, yeah. um, but I didn't go to school to be a doctor, you know what I'm saying, right. and even though we have to take things in in um um, in, in, in stride, or that's not the word I'm looking for, but that's the best I could do right now. Um, <laughs> but we, you know, I'm not the expert. I have not studied the body. And so it's the same thing with God. God yeah. is the expert. We think that we know everything. Oh, I'm going to do it this way. You know what? I know that way is the long way or, you know, instead of just consulting with him, I think I got off. I don't, I, I don't know where, I don't think that's where I was going initially, but that's where I'm at now. But, <laughs> but you know, I got to say that I, I, I'm sure you made that appointment with the doctor after you and I spoke because we had spoken about the menopause. And I had mentioned that I still, after 17 years, are still having the the hot flashes. And I know I, I watched you fall backwards in your chair. So it's like you're going 17 years. <laughs> Uh, no you know, way. And, and again, 
it didn't change what I had been experiencing, right? I, I mean, mm -hmm. I was still, I was experiencing the symptoms, but I think sometimes we get so used to dealing with the symptoms, right? We, it's, you know what I'm saying? We all, as women, as we get older, we've heard all the stories of, you know, women going through menopause before us. And it's just something that we've accepted. And I'm not saying that, you know, hormone therapy is for everyone or anything like that, but just, we just get so used to just going through life, like sometimes suffering through things that we don't necessarily have to suffer through. Right. And that's right. um, the same for the spirit. You know, you don't have to, we don't have to stay in this state of hopelessness and mm -hmm. tiredness and just being overwhelmed. We don't have to stay there. Sometimes right. we make a choice because mm -hmm. we mm -hmm. don't want to make changes or we think that things are, I think sometimes we think maybe the prescription is going to be too much or too difficult. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what it was for me. And, you know, um, going to the doctor and the hormone therapy, I was like, I'm thinking of all the, the negative parts of it, you know, and as soon as I did it, I'm like, uh, why did I do this a long time ago? You know, yeah. beads of sweat aren't rolling down my face every <laughs> Sweating out my perm, you know. <laughs> Poor Armand is freezing to, to freezing to death, you know. <laughs> so the other thing, and that's the other thing, not only do you suffer, you make those around you suffer. Yeah, yeah, but that's a good point. You're in a horrible space in your life. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. it's not just affecting you. It's affecting others around you. And sometimes we don't look at that. You know, you wonder why people don't want to be around you or why you can't keep friends or why everybody, sometimes it's because of the state that we're in and we're needing that open heart surgery. We need God to come in and perform open heart surgery on us because our heart, we're not in the right place. And we are just making not only ourselves sick, but everyone else around us is we're making them sick and tired. And, you know, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So <clears throat> and another point you're, you're making, you know, if you had gone into the doctor and the same goes for, uh, uh, you know, heart, uh, same goes for what you were talking about and spiritually, you can't go in and just share some of the symptoms, right? Or some of the here, here is some of my condition, Lord, but I'm not going to put this part in there. Just like you would have, you know, I'm having this, this, and this, but you forgot to mention your hot flashes. Right. Or somebody forgot to mention, yeah, I've been having pain in my chest right. when I do this. Right. So you can't leave anything out. You need to just put it all on the table yep. because a lot of times those symptoms are interconnected. Mm -hmm. And and so, you know, if you spiritually, if you want to take care of this, you know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm depressed, I'm, uh, you know, defeated, mm -hmm. but I've got this piece over here that probably is contributing. Right. I don't want to tell you about that because right. I don't want to address that. That's right. So, so it's important that we have an honest, very open conversation with God. If we're at that point where we just want something different from life we want to be in a healthy spiritual life walk in spiritual wellness you right. just have to tell him everything you that's have right. to. That's yeah right. that's right so and then i think after that 
after you uh, have it, now you could have gone into the doctor mm-hmm. and we could go spiritually to God mm-hmm. and say, you know, here it is. It, here's the problem. I'm experiencing all this. But then you have to have a willingness to be better and to be healed. And how many times have people maybe left an office uh, after hearing the doctor's conclusion and they're going, I'm not doing that. That's so true. So you have to have that willingness. Yeah. Because I did think about that when I left. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You're right. But then I had to say, but Marvina, you want help. You know what I mean? You want help. So try it. Yeah. If it doesn't work, you can go back to your, your, your old, old self, sweaty self. <laughs> <laughs> making everybody miserable. I think my daughter even said my attitude is better now. <laughs> that that wasn't a symptom I had, but clearly, and that's another thing. Sometimes you don't see the symptoms. Yeah, yeah. But somebody else does. Yeah. And so we have to be open to that too. We have right. to be open to what others um, are perceiving with what others are picking up too. Right. With our, in our spirit and spiritually. And that will, and that comes from people who truly know you, right? Spiritually, mm-hmm. people who are connected to you spiritually, people are who connect are connected to God that, you know, those people in your circle where, you know, they may say stuff to you, you don't, you don't want to hear. Yeah, exactly. But instead of shutting them down, we need to take in that input that they're trying to give us. Right. And, right. and consider it because mm-hmm. it may be something you don't see, right. but someone else will see. And I know that, you know, I'm not because there are, of course, there are wolves and, and sheep clothing out there that are going to try to put things on you spiritually that um that don't align with the word of god or that um that are self-serving mm-hmm. but typically when someone is telling you something spiritually like you have a you know um a friend that is walking with Christ with you and they share something typically it's not the first time you you hear it you know what i'm saying right just like my attitude, that probably wasn't the first time I heard it. I might have said something, but <laughs> but that was just him complaining, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but when you hear it over and over, or you're experiencing it, because most of you know when 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 even if you're not aware initially, because God is who He is and the way He works, He's going to bring it back around again. Right, right. And so we, you have to be open. You have to be open to want change in your life and right. to want to do things different and to want a better quality of life. Right. You know, right. Um, and to be open and then to take those things in. And that was something that, you know, I had to take in as hard as it was. I'm the sweetest person ever, of course. <laughs> right. We always... We always yeah. give ourselves an A when we grade our own report card, right? Right. 
Right. But like, no, that's not what people are experiencing from you, ma'am. So, you know, yeah. yeah. Be open and um, you have to be willing to take what the, that, what the doctor prescribes. Give it a right. try. You right. might feel a little bit better and everybody around you might feel a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, and it, and it goes back to being just honest. You know, what is your stronghold? What is your temptation, your weakness, your pattern, your stumbling block? Mm -hmm. So God, might, you might be saying, okay, here are all the things. And, you know, I, I have a struggle with so-and-so because, you know, and God might come back and say, okay, I understand your desire to be healed and renewed. Mm -hmm. So what we have to deal with is unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. And you're going, oh, yeah. You know, that issue that's kept me, held me back. Mm -hmm. You can call it anything you want. But if God's right. identifying it as unforgiveness, yeah. Yeah. then you yeah. have to be willing to say, Okay. And again, he knows what's going to make you better. So if he brings that up to you, that's right. It's not to, it's not that he's wagging his finger at you. He's saying, right. I know this is going to make you better. And some, sometimes that, you know, the, the temptation, uh, let's say you're in a relationship that's not God pleasing and it's not um, healthy for you. He mm -hmm. might say, Hey, we need to make some changes here. Mm -hmm. You know, for strongholds, you might have some addictions that are not God-pleasing. Mm -hmm. And he's going to want to identify those. Mm -hmm. uh, again, stumbling blocks, unforgiveness, mm -hmm. pride, arrogance. And again, all of those things tend to make people separate from us mm -hmm. because of how we're responding to mm -hmm. that that illness, that right. spiritual illness that we carry with us. Right. And sometimes it makes us separate ourselves from others. True. True. You know, because we don't want to hear it. We yeah. don't want to deal with it. We right. don't want to, you know. And so I would really, really say, if you are in a place in your life where you feel like everybody is pointing the finger at you. Just take a look at it. Yeah, look at you. Just yeah. take a look at it. There's no harm in taking a look at you. Ask God. And it can be a scary thing because like I said, when we, you know, when we grade our own report cards, we always give ourselves an A, mm -hmm. but we have to be, we have to look at, again, you know, the symptoms around us. And mm -hmm. I would say, even if you doubt it, God, show me me, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. show me me. I don't think it's me, but, but if it is, show yeah. it to me, you know, and yeah. God will do that. Um, but we, again, you just, you have to be open and it really comes down to, do you want a better quality of life? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you want to continue to live the rest of your days, just barely living? And mm -hmm. that's the other thing we take for granted, you know, even though, especially, especially those of us that have grown up in church and we mm -hmm. always hear, we always hear tomorrow is not promised. Right. And we know that, mm -hmm. but sometimes we don't feel it. Right. 
And why waste your time on something that is not going to improve your life? Because what it, you know, it draws us closer to God, but we still reap the benefits. We still reap the benefits of having a better quality life. It's to glorify God, right? Anything we do, our life is to glorify God, but we still get to, we get the fringe benefits of that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think at that point you have to make a a decision do I want to survive in life or do I want to thrive in life? That's right. And that's where it comes down to, like you say, you just have to make that decision. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm going to do it now. Right. Because I want something different. I want something better. Yeah. I want to thrive. Right. Exactly. And there's a, you know, there's a scripture um, uh, and we've used it before, but, you know, making an appointment, speaking honestly about your, your condition and then sharing your desire to be healed. Well, there's that scripture in Psalms 5110, create in me a clean heart yes. and renew a right spirit within me. It's as simple yes. as saying that prayer. Yep. God, okay, I understand what you're talking to me about. Create yep. in me a clean heart. Yep. And, and um, so then the, the, the final is just then allow the surgeon to do his job. Mm-hmm. Allow God in Ezekiel uh, 36, 26, uh, God says, I will give you a new heart mm-hmm. and I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. Mm-hmm. And if you were just to look at that comparison, mm-hmm. it's like, why would you ever stay with the stony, stubborn heart? It does not say to me health and uh, um happiness at all not not one bit not at all one of the things that the doctor said to me when I went was she said so what have you been doing for these symptoms I'm like well you know I've been trying to go the natural route more she was like yeah you're just wasting your money you're literally just wasting (laughs) but that's the thing sometimes we try all these other ways yeah. Yeah. Instead of just going to God and getting the prescription and then applying and taking the medication right. as directed. Right. Right. And <laughs> excuse me. And that is what this scripture speak, you know, says to me, Ezekiel 36 and 26. Um and I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit in you and I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you tender, responsive heart. And that's just like you said, Renee, it's that's the total opposite of having a quality mm-hmm. um, lived life. And right. again, sometimes we try to turn to everything else. Mm-hmm. And nothing is going to take care of the problem, mm-hmm. but the word of God, mm-hmm. but God himself. Right. And I think the, the title says it all. It's open heart surgery. We have to open our heart. He's not going to force us. Right. If you're sitting in the doctor's office and he says, this is what we need to do. Correct. He's not- He's not going to call the nurses and have you restrained so that we can do surgery. 
you have the ability and the chance to to make that choice. So he's not going to force you. But um, yeah, you know, um, we just just recently within the last few days lost a very important member of our family. Very unexpected, very unexpected. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, thank you. And uh, it makes you realize, and I think this is why this topic today was so important uh, from my point of view, is you don't know um, how much time you're given. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just like physically leaving that doctor's office saying, I'm not ready to do this. Mm -hmm. You don't know how much time you have left with that decision. Same thing spiritually. We can keep putting it off and putting it off. But God is saying, I, I'm talking to you about it right now because there's a need right now. Right. We don't know how many opportunities will be given That's right. to, to get rid of that unforgiveness or to walk away from that thing that will cost us our eternal soul, possibly. Mm-hmm. So. I think it's really important that people understand too, that there is a, if the, if God, the surgeon speaks to you about certain things, there's an urgency to it. Yes. And he wants, he doesn't like, like you said, he doesn't want you to spend the next 12 years in misery because you're not willing to open your heart. Right for that surgery that he needs to do. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, so just, yeah, just some, some things I think to, to really think about. And I've had this, you know, I, I walked with the Lord all my life and, and even as recently as like five months ago, Mm -hmm. there was a situation where I just, I was frustrated. I sat down to talk to God about it and I just explained my frustration and it was just as clear as could be, what about this in you? Right. I'm like, shoot. Right. Why does it always have to be me? You know, but right. But there wasn't any hesitancy. And if this is what you're saying to me, okay. It was almost like you. Okay. If you're saying that, I'm going to try it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, God promises that he doesn't do anything uh, to harm you. Now, again, going back to what you said earlier, there may be some consequences that you have to deal with because mm-hmm. of uh, what you've, the situations you put yourself in or, or find yourself in. There may be some consequences, but that doesn't mean he's not fulfilling his word. Right. You know, to make right. beauty from ashes or to, right. you know, uh, give you a hope and a future. That's so, right. Yeah. And this is the thing. You're going to have to deal with the consequences, whether you do it with him or apart from him. You're still going to have to deal with it. So why not make it a little bit easier on yourself and have somebody walk through it with you that can actually change some things and that can actually do some things? Because you're going to have to deal with those consequences, whether you whether, you know, whether he's there or not. And sometimes. It's a difference in dealing with consequences with God walking by your side mm-hmm. versus you trying to do this thing alone. Right. You because know? it's just it's just like if you were having surgery in the hospital, right? Um, yeah, you got the stitches, you're you're in pain, but what happens? 
The nurses come in, they walk alongside you when you're walking down the hall for your exercise. And that's the same way. There's going to be probably some pain in, in giving up some things or changing some things. Right. He's always walking alongside you. Right. Toward that healing and that health. Right. It's not like going through open heart surgery without the anesthesia. You know, exactly, you're exactly. still going to have to deal, even with anesthesia, you're going to have to deal with the aftermath of it, right? There's right. Gonna be some, some soreness, some tenderness, some healing. Way better than doing it without any anesthesia at all. You know, exactly. It's exactly. Process. So, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, let God be your anesthesia. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So, yeah. So just some things to think about. Just look at, uh, be aware if you yes. need God to change your heart and, and make an appointment, talk with him. He's close to us when we call upon him and then speak honestly. Don't be embarrassed. He knows it all anyway. Mm-hmm. And then uh, share your desire, create in me a clean heart, Lord, yes. and then just let him do his work. Right. That's right. And, yeah. So. All right. Okay. That was good. Yeah. I like, I really liked the analogy you shared. The uh, I really liked it. Yeah. 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 That helped Just, me. There we go. Along with the the hormone therapy. Yeah. <laughs> <doing good. laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up. Yep. Until okay. next time. Until next time. You take care. You too, Renee. Okay. Bye.